Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To five three three four two New York, call the twenty four seven Hope Line at one eight seven seven eight Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest edition of The Woke Bros. Of course... I'm your co-host, Big Waz, a.k.a. Wazzy Lambray, and I'm joined by my brother, my partner, fresh back from España, my man Nando Vila. What's going on, bro? It's good to be back. I was spent some time in the motherland. Always good to reconnect with my people, you know, uh, <laughs> eat some authentic food and, uh, you know, uh, some good laughs, some late nights. You know, in Spain, they eat dinner at like fucking 1030. Yeah, easily. That That's an like, early yeah. dinner. 1030. Yeah. <laughs> midnight so, like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't go to sleep before like 3 or 4 a.m any of the nights which it's is not like possible yeah yeah it's not possible over there um what was the best meal that you had while in where were you were you in madrid barcelona and then madrid mm. um, okay fuck uh, yeah i went to this place uh that specializes in seafood and shit dude i mean the seafood in spain is just incredible. was this in barcelona like, in madrid in madrid oh wow um yeah um yeah no it's fucking uh it was awesome um yeah just the seafood in spain is just like a cut above you know just the uh the the shellfish and the the all there's like there's shellfish you know you don't see here ever you know what i mean like yeah uh, i love that yeah. love that for you glad you're back um on today's show 
Joe Biden is threatening to cut your student loans, guys, uh, or not. Me and Nando are going to get into Joe Biden and uh, what the White House wants to do about student loan debt, if anything at all. But first up, last time Nando was here, we talked about Elon's, Elon Musk threatening to buy Twitter, and we thought he wouldn't do it, basically, because he couldn't afford it. Like, um... He doesn't have he didn't have the cash on hand to just spend, you know, 50 billion dollars on Twitter and buy it outright and take it private. And, you know, the thought at the time, Nando, was that uh, like if he's just doing this to like shit troll people, why would he borrow money against his stock in Tesla? Like that seems kind of dumb to do on a lark or as a troll. But lo and behold, man, the news came out uh, about two days ago that the sale went through. And I think he uh, came up with $23 billion in cash and the rest. He borrowed and he leveraged his freaking stock in Tesla to do so. Like, that's like, you know, say what you want, man. Like, this guy put his money where his mouth is. Like, he's actually literally invested in twitter now like yeah. in the ownership of it which i just think is crazy um i want to get your initial thoughts about it well i mean i also thought it was just really funny that because he sold he also sold a bunch of tesla stock to 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 get like enough cash to finance the deal um and you know when you sell like a ton of stock in a company um the the value of the company because like if people see like oh the, the founder is like selling the stock like that means like the value of the company goes down so like Tesla's stock went like way, way down as a result. Like, I don't know, like something like, you know, $130 billion worth uh, uh, just like whoop, just disappeared in, in value. Um, I mean, it was. I mean, you and I were both like, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's not going to he's not gonna do it, is he? You know, like, but we, we haven't learned our lesson, right? Of the last few years, right. we're like the the most insane outcome is the one that, that you should bet yeah. on. Um, mm -hmm. And, um, and, Dude, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's both, it's a very funny story because it's not like a, it's like, I don't think that in the grand scheme of things, all that much is going to change. Yeah, um, like I can't, I can't imagine him doing anything that radically different within Twitter or at least having the wherewithal to, to implement it kind of with the follow through necessary to really radically change Twitter. But at the same time, it's also depressing that just like, yeah, rich guy can just buy the, you know, one guy can just like and own the social media platform that's most important for, uh, you know, political debate or political argument or whatever. And he just controls it and he just does whatever he wants with it, like a like a little plaything. Um, I think it opens up a lot of like interesting conversations. I mean, I think a lot of the a lot of the, the libs are worried that like. You know he's gonna bring back Trump, which I'm like cheering on. I'm like, okay. bring him back, baby. It was great was material. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, bring him back, baby. I always thought that the lib kind of obsession with Trump's Twitter feed was stupid. That it wasn't like a source of his power. Um, it was just like very funny to me. Um, but uh, you know I, that that like if that's if that is all that comes out of it then like that's not that's not the end of the world it'd actually be kind of funny to see trump back on twitter like guys guys did you miss me i'm back baby <laughs> i'm back <laughs> uh worth noting donald trump has since he's been kicked off of twitter um invented a new social media founded a new social media company called truth what's it called 
true, true social or something. True, true, true social, um, of which this it just has like a fraction of a fraction of Twitter's audience. Um, and he's come out with a statement that says he won't be on Twitter. He's he's sticking with truth, um, which I guess was supposed to be a double entendre of like his social media company and you know the truth or whatever uh as donald trump sees it and and he's gonna still be on true social for now just thought that was worth mentioning to the audience well and elon musk tweeted out today a screenshot of like the apple store and because truth social is number one on the apple store um and twitter is number two um, and he's like, and he's Elon Musk is like, Truth Social is currently beating Twitter and TikTok on the Apple Store. And I'm like, I guess that makes sense. I mean, like, you know, Twitter's been around forever. You know, like, who's <laughs> downloading Twitter now? You know, like, yeah, you don't yeah. Have Twitter by now. Like, yeah, like, gonna... what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it, it's just all fucking so stupid. You know, like the, the, you know, Matt Crispin from Chapo, the day Trump won the election, tweeted out something like, today is the stupidest day in the history of American democracy, which will only be followed by like tomorrow, which will be then be the stupidest, you know, <laughs> each day will be progressively stupider. And that's like, uh, that's been born to be true. Yeah. I, you know, I guess for me, like the, the whole rich people, like the mega rich get to do whatever they want. Like as somebody who thinks Tesla's kind of a scam. Um, and I've said this over and over again, I think that stock. Same is overvalued like what like I, I can't say this enough like when he's talking about oh we're gonna put we're gonna colonize mars and put people on space and i know that spacex is a separate entity but i think that plays into people's belief no, but tesla's the like self-driving cars yeah yeah, yeah. All driving cars the tunnels and all that bullshit yeah yeah it's like this perception of whatever but like what he's done what he's committed to like putting out in the world that people can buy and that you could touch are these cars and it's the cars are dope but like there's no way that company is worth all that much money because they put out these three models of cars like that doesn't even make any fucking sense but whatever um and the fact that he could sell stock in the company which to me again like He's selling high, <laughs> if we're being honest. And, uh, you know, like the fact that he could st sell stock in the company um, to, to, for like tangible money is just like, that is something that I'll never be able to square. You understand what I mean? Like a company that's not worth that much, him being able to extract that much actual cash from it is like, I don't know. That just says a lot about the scam of our, you know, current economy. But, but you know, besides all of that shit, antitrust, you know, the power of the oligarchs, all of that shit. For me, I'm just like, yo, this dude put his own money into this. Um, and as crazy as he is, he likes money. And unless he wants to lose his ass on this, um, he cannot just tank this company. Like he's plunged his own money and a great chunk of his net worth into buying this thing. He can't tank it. The, the Like at the very worst, he could, you know, like be like, all right, fuck it, I'm done and I'll sell it while it's still worth something. But he can't completely just make this shit unusable and stupid. So like, I, you know, I, I, I sit back here and I'm like, well, the incentives don't align for he's not rich enough to just be like, all right, I could pump this much money into something just to burn it um just to literally burn it uh that being said i was just very amused 
by the liberal reaction on Twitter where people are like having headaches and like, oh God, I can't do Twitter anymore. And this, <laughs> I'm like, why? <laughs> why? Yeah. Somebody explain to me what's going to be so different about Twitter now. Yeah. No, I suspect like he'll tinker with some things. Like there's like, you know, there's been a lot of talk. Like I think he's mentioned in the past, like that he might want to add like an edit button to tweets, which sounds like a good idea. You know, it's like one of those things that like, Sounds like a good idea. Like, oh shit, I did a typo on that tweet. Let me let me like edit it and and fix it. But you know, it's one. Then you start to wonder, like, wait, why didn't they put an edit button before? Um, and it's like it, the the answer that becomes like very obvious. It's like part of the point of Twitter is that like tweets can travel. They can go viral. Like you retweet it and you and you know yeah. they get tweeted into your feed or whatever. And if there's an edit button, you know, you someone can tweet something, then you retweet it because you're like, oh, and then it cool. turns and into, then they oh, into like, suck I'm my fucking... dick. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and then, and then, so then people are like, oh shit, then I will never retweet anything, and then Twitter will like fall apart. Like that's exactly. Like, oh, shit. Like, so he's not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's funny. Like uh, the the Tesla thing you were talking about, like how it's a fraud, but they have dope cars. Like that's a hundred percent true. Like it's this weird thing where like. You know, they do have they do they have produced these kind of impressive machines like if in driving tests, like they're really fast and, you know, whatever. And I, some people say they look cool. I, I don't I think like all the gizmos and gadgets are kind of stupid, like the door that, you know, like, you know, have you ever tried to open one of the yeah, yeah, the, the so door stupid. handle of Tesla's is stupid. That's it's that's like, a dumb component. Yeah. Like my buddy, like my buddy who shall not be named, uh, I was hanging out with him and he has a fucking Tesla and I was hanging out with him recently and I was like, talking, I was like, do you like that fucking car? You know, cause like I went into, I went in it when I was like, this is like, this is like, it feels like I'm in like, this, I don't like this. Like I have a Jeep Wrangler. It's like incredibly analog, you know? Um, and he's like, no, I love it. I love it, man. I love Everybody it. Everybody who like, I've ever talked to drives one loves it. <laughs> yeah well i think it's thing is like but then i was like have you had any issues with it like any problems like no no issues like well one time i was driving and the wheel fell off and i'm like the wheel fell off <laughs> and he was like <laughs> i'm like it's not like the you know like the car didn't start or whatever like the wheel fell off i'm like that doesn't happen and, and <laughs> because like one of the problems with tesla is that they they have this incredible technology but they don't have the manufacturing wherewithal and processes to mass produce them at a reliable clip like you don't re like we don't appreciate how hard it is for like ford or honda or gm to like design a car and then produce like hundreds of thousands of them that are like mm -hmm. all of them you know exactly the same basically exactly the same yep. with the quality controls and all that stuff like when the japanese did it did that shit in like the late 70s and early 80s it was like seen as like a total miracle you know, that they were able to catch up so quickly. It's really hard to mass produce something as complex as a car. And like, I think that the problem with Tesla is that they um, they have this cool technology, but the mass production, like they have all kinds of like, always they have all kinds of problems all the time. You know, like they're recalling Model 3, like the Model 3 specifically is like the, the one that they're having the most trouble with. And yeah, my buddy's fucking, he's just driving on the road, do, 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 in the little Tesla, and his fucking <laughs> wheel just flies off. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's been in the shop for like two months. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's been generally people like, look, it doesn't have to get tune-ups. I don't have to do maintenance. I don't pay for gas, which is like, that's, that's you know, huge. that is huge um, in this economy. And whatever. I, I just think, you know, this story says a lot about just the shit that people care about or claim to care about on the internet, 
Um, I, I thought that was just interesting to watch, like just the reaction on the internet. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, too cool for school. I'm just like literally, because I hate being that person too. Like, oh, please, I'm indifferent. Oh, please, I'm the most cynical. Oh, please. I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I don't fuck with Mark Zuckerberg, but I spend a lot of time on Instagram. Like, I'm I'm addicted to Twitter. Like, I don't I don't know that it matters. Like, is this guy a better person or human or less yeah. dangerous than Jack Dorsey? Or I, I don't know. I don't understand how people are making these distinctions amongst this class and cohort of people. I I would love to hear people, I would love to hear the feedback from people about it. I think Elon just has this ability because he's a troll. Like he he's good at it inciting uh emotion. He's good at eliciting emotion from people. And I just can't understand why. Yeah. I mean it's just because like I guess like he does the thing that like you know, he's genuinely an eccentric billionaire. Like, you know, uh, <laughs> all these other billionaires are just so manicured and they talk to the yeah. press in like a very, like Bill Gates. he's just like, right. yeah, Bill Gates or, you know, even Zuckerberg, he's just such a fucking weirdo that it like seeps through, but like he tries to keep up like an image or Jeff Bezos, like doesn't talk to the press. You know what I mean? Like just, they keep their image kind of very tightly controlled and managed. And he's Elon's just, like, just a weird dude, and he's letting you yeah. participate with the weirdness. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, okay, so, like, here's the thing. Here's, like, my my objection to Elon Musk is, like, slightly different. I mean, I you know, I think, like, the libs get mad at him because he, like, you know, goes on Joe Rogan or whatever and, and likes, like, you know, these kind of random pseudo right-wing populist type guys or whatever. Like, Elon Musk at heart is just, like, your standard issue libertarian dumbass, you know. Um, and what's particularly frustrating to me is that, you know, Elon Musk, who is this, like, libertarian who talks about, like, how annoying government regulations are, who talks about, like, how unions are terrible and how he, you know, quashes any union that, you know, tries to uh, organize in, in his workplaces and like, you know, flaunts OSHA safety uh, protocols in his factories. And like his factories have way higher incidences of, of injury than, than any other uh, car manufacturing uh, plants, which are all kind of heavily unionized and, 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 and regulated and stuff like that. Um, is that Elon Musk, like survives from government large government like yep like the, the, uh, uh, there's, there's a 2015 investigation by the, the la times that kind of counted up all all of the government grants and tax breaks and tax incentives and whatever that elon musk's various companies have had over the years and it amounted to 4.9 billion in 2015 <laughs> like that's just you know, like he would not be able to survive on the sort of free marketplace of, you know, open capitalism. Like he just survives off of government subsidies, like like a bunch of other um, powerful industries do. And the thing with him taking over Twitter, it's just it's just a more distilled version of a more structural problem with the Internet and social media that it's been captured by these private interests. You know, like Mark Zuckerberg controls Facebook, Instagram and WhatsApp, <laughs> you know. And that's, you know, like, that's way more power than Elon Musk controlling Twitter. Like, WhatsApp around the world is, like, the messaging. That's platform, the that's you know? the joint. Like, yep. That's, that's what your family members who don't live in the U.S. universally. Like, you know, a lot of new agey people are on Telegram now because it's encrypted or whatever the fuck people yeah. come up with. But, like, if somebody you know lives outside of the U.S., they're using WhatsApp, period. Yeah. yeah. 
and so but so that that's the real that's the real issue here like the elon musk thing just kind of crystallizes what what was an already existing structural problem is that our public sphere you know like which the internet is a version of a public sphere it's like a public square is controlled by private interests and we are at the whim of those private interests we have no no ability to to you know democratically change them um like the real solution to to this problem would be to sort of nationalize these giant social media platforms and run them kind of like the post office you know what i mean like they'd be unsexy they wouldn't have cool logos or whatever but they they would be democratically accountable and would protect free speech in the, in the real way you know like no one's worried that their mail is going to be censored you know what i mean by the post office. <laughs> right <laughs> you know like there are there are kind of genuine free speech protect protections by this publicly heavily unionized uh um public sector uh organization and social media probably should be something similar to that um so i mean that's the kind of the real takeaway for me but like you see the libs and they're like oh my god he's gonna let dangerous Dottie back on Bro, Twitter. And I'm like, i seen Please. some dude i seen some dude post some shit like Oh, his pops was part of the apartheid regime, and somehow they ran an emerald factory in fucking South Africa. That think talk about pressing the murder button every day. You know? Yeah, one hundred percent. But like, I don't know what that has to do with Twitter. <laughs> you know what I no, mean? nothing. Like, you know, like that's fucked up. Uh, his pops, I'm sure, was not a great dude, and you know, and Elon, nobody's version of a saint. I just don't. I don't know. I just don't. I just have a heart. Like, I'm like, would this have been better if George Soros bought this or if Oprah bought it or if Bill Gates yeah. bought it or I don't like you, you know, name the billionaire or Uber rich person, Steve Ballmer, the guy that owns the Clippers bought it. Like, would this be better? I, I don't. I don't know. And at the same time, these people did backflips when, you know, Jeff Bezos saved the Washington Post. It was like. The greatest day in the history yeah. of life. I, 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 you know, I don't, I don't, I just, I just wish remember I when knew. Bernie, more. Remember when Bernie pointed that out? When Bernie was like, you know, Washington Post owned by the richest guy in the world. Like that's a problem. And the libs were like, <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> really said that. And it's like the point is, the, the point is, it's not about whether you like the billionaire or not. Like it's, th it's the, all this, they're this all is that. incongruent. Yeah, th this yeah. is incongruent with democracy. It doesn't. These things don't fit together. Democracy and a guy basically owning the second biggest newspaper in America. One guy having sole control of it is, you know, our second biggest newspaper in America. That 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 makes no type of fucking sense whatsoever. However, you know, I was amused by all the Elon stuff. You know, I have some friends who black, you know um black professional class people who've been kind of disillusioned by liberalism and are now like quasi like right wingers who are just like this is great this is great and right wingers in the sense that like they want to be able to call women broads and you know yeah, yeah. it's it was okay when we could call a woman a slut if she was being a slut and you know <laughs> they're tired of the men is men are trash narrative and you know they hate the sort of social uh the wave of social just speak that we've done on social media and so uh they love it they love the elon stuff they're like oh i might go back on twitter and call somebody a whore uh which you know i i just think it's funny like the strain of people who are stimulated by this right like it's either 
ridiculously limp wrist liberals or it's like people who just want to be able to say you know call homosexuals the f word again it's like it's so funny who's like stimulated by this again one of those things that normal people don't give a fuck about and that's another thing that's one last thing i want to explain to people like twitter doesn't really matter like like it doesn't actually matter for real there's actually like not that many people on twitter and so much as it matters is that prominent people are on twitter and so therefore the media apparatuses um throughout culture will pick it up right like cnn will post a tweet uh msnbc uh fox news saturday night live uh you name it colbert whatever like they will talk about tweets you'll see it in movies you might you know you might see it in some piece of culture that's popular that's so far as twitter has reach right like they don't like it i, I don't think tumblr exists anymore does it but like nobody would ever put tumblr a tumblr post on Fox News tomorrow. Like it just wouldn't happen. So Twitter is important in that sense, in that it's kind of become the record of note for prominent people, right? Um, like it's like the ledger of prominent yeah. people's sort of diaries, if you will, public diaries. But like nobody's on Twitter. Like you mentioned WhatsApp, Instagram, like their market caps are like triple, quadruple, 10, 20 times, 30 times what Twitter's is, you know. Um, I, I read somewhere that Twitter does like a billion in sales or profits every year, which like in the space of like, you know, Google and, and um, Google search or YouTube or Instagram or Facebook, like it's nothing. It's a like a billion a year is seen as like, you're a failure. <laughs> They do a billion a year and they're failing miserably in these people's eyes. Like, you know, Twitter is not the, like, I would be sad if Twitter died tomorrow because it's by far my favorite social media platform. Um, yeah. When I'm on the internet, it's how I'd rather spend my time more so than anything else. So I personally would feel like, damn, that sucks. But like, would society be at a deficit? Absolutely not. No, no. No, no. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Uh, we wouldn't get to have fun, you know. Us bourgeois no. elites. Well, we would... me, me and you, was are like constitutionally like adept, like you know, built to, to withstand Twitter. You know, there's people like <laughs> fucking crazy on that shit. <laughs> you know, like every day there's someone new who's like, oh, there's the guy. He's going crazy right now on Twitter. Dude. You know, like I would never go crazy on Twitter. It's never gonna no. happen. No, no, I, no, I can no, handle no. it. I have though. I it, look 2020 both drove not 2020, 2016 both drove me crazy, but scared me straight at the same time. Where it was just like I remember just being like, yo, are like white people like this dumb? Like I was disavowed of like white people, right? Like even somebody who went into it thinking like, uh. White people are mostly fine. Uh, you know, I don't think they're like special magical people like some people do or like, like specially evil or whatever. But I didn't think white people were like dumb. And then I was like, damn, white people are dumb as shit. Right? Whatever. So that was like sad for me. I was like, wow, you can't, you can't really give white people the benefit of the doubt in America. Right? <laughs> whatever. And then, but like, it just went on and on and on and on and on and on about how horrible this whole Trump thing was. And then I would walk outside. Inevitably, I would just be watching life go on. 
And yeah. I'm just like, yo, like, there's a big disconnect. Like, me personally, that was my journey. But I was just like, yo, this is crazy that we can let this dude, like, be in charge of the nuclear codes. Like, that was gen genuinely, like, jarring for me. But then it's like, again, just like, you go outside, the guy at your bodega is, like, the same exact way that he was the day before and the day yeah. after. And literally, like, nothing has tangibly actually changed for anybody in your life, um, yeah. you know, you realize that like, maybe we're doing a little bit too much on the internet when we make us think about some of this stuff. And so I was able to like, move on, you know what I'm saying? But like, at the same time, man, I, I didn't go like this certain shit, like Russiagate, like to watch people yeah. go down Russiagate. People are still down Russiagate, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I know. People no, still, still like haven't standards. recovered from Russiagate. Yeah. Um, to yeah. watch people just go insane, like Donald Trump made people crazy, you know. And so, like, yeah. just experiencing that, like, I'm I'm very happy that like a lot of my life isn't oriented around online. I was on Facebook going nuts. I was cursing people out. I was I was so mad in 2016. <laughs> Not even because I liked Hillary that much. I was just like, yo, this is so dumb. Like this is dumb. This is yeah. this is really dumb, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know, guys. Like Twitter will be okay. Uh, yeah. We can move on to the next thing, which is hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer, and I'm here to talk to you about Butcher Box. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me, I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Do you identify as crypto curious? you've thought about entering the world of cryptocurrency but felt a little overwhelmed, Coinbase makes learning to buy and sell simple. Cryptocurrency might feel like a secret exclusive club, but Coinbase believes that everyone everywhere should be able to get in the door. Whether you've been trading for years or just getting started, Coinbase can help. Coinbase offers a trusted and easy to use platform to buy, sell, and spend cryptocurrency. They support the most popular digital currencies on the market and make them accessible to everyone. 
They offer portfolio management and protection, learning resources, and a mobile app so you can trade securely and monitor your crypto all in one place. Millions of people in over 100 countries trust Coinbase with their digital assets. Whether you're looking to diversify, just getting started, or searching for a better way to access crypto markets, start today with Coinbase. And for a limited time, new users can get $10 in free Bitcoin when you sign up today at coinbase.com slash B-O-M-M. Sign up at coinbase.com slash B-O-M-M for $10 in free Bitcoin. This offers for a limited time only, so be sure to sign up today. That's coinbase.com slash B-O-M-M. You know, the, this this Joe Biden and the student loan debt stuff has kind of been um, circling the news a little bit, which makes me think that there might be some type of movement on it. I'm still very skeptical, Nando. Uh, where, where, where are you at with the student loan stuff and what you're seeing? Well, I mean, it's 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 kind of a funny situation in that, um, you know, Biden ran on on some version of student debt relief, which he's done. He hasn't really done. He's done a little bit, but not 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 anything meaningful. What has happened is because of the pandemic, they've had to they decided to pause um, student loan payments um, like temporarily. And then but then the deadline comes in and then it's like, oh, shit, do we really want to like piss off like, you know, the millions of people who like, you know, what I mean, like they get used to it, you know, like we want to piss them off. And so they're like, okay, let's just extend it like three more months. That's why they they like these entitlements, Nando. People actually like them and therefore the politicians will be held accountable for taking them away. Totally. And like, it's kind of a, um, it's a kind of a truism in, in politics that like what you try to do is kick it to the other team to have to do the, to, to have to do the bad thing, you know, to take the, the blame for um, having to do that. So what the Democrats like have been doing is just kind of punting on it. They just kind of keep extending it, keep extending it. Like, so people haven't been paying their student loan payments for like two years. Um, and like, that's a long time. That's a long time to get used to something that nice, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, but again, it, it does create a certain amount of anxiety to think like, oh shit, like three months from now, I got to pay all this shit. I guess I'm paying all this shit again, you know, but then they keep extending it at the last second. Um, so there's growing pressure, like assuming that the Democrats are just going to get fucking destroyed uh, in, 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 in these elections um, in the midterms the growing kind of pressures to do something, some Hail Mary to try to get voters excited about voting for Democrats. I mean, did you see the poll numbers that came out like a (laughs) couple weeks ago? Joe Joe Biden's to Joe Biden's support amongst young voters has like collapsed, you know, like which is like a Democratic Party constituency. You know what I mean? Like young people vote Democrats. It should be. Mm -hmm. Um, And dude, his his voting numbers have just like his polling numbers have absolutely just collapsed amongst young voters because like, what do they got to show? You know, like what do they got to show for it? You know, this this was Um, supposed to be the election that determined their lives, remember? And you've done absolutely dick all. None of the executive orders. Nothing. You've done nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, so like this, there might be like some Hail Mary thing at the last second, which will probably be too little too late because they're, they're not going to like cancel the whole thing. They're only going to cancel like a little bit of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm, I'll, I'll see it. I'll see when it happens. But like, I think the norm, the, what I suspect is going to keep happening is they're going to keep on extending it for a while. Um, and maybe they're going to have to just going to hand it off to the Republicans to see if they extend it, you know, or, or see if they're the ones that are down to like, um, you know, cancel it. Because again, Republicans, as much as they talk, they also 
struggle to cut entitlements. Like they they haven't, you know, <laughs> they, they do they try every time, they but they do. don't really do it because like and part of it too is because they're known as the entitlement cutters and so they know like they'll have to actually wear it you know um like they like the thing is with like driving up the deficit and spending a shit ton of money they don't have the rep of being the party that does that and so they're never scared to do it they never have to wear it um in that way whereas entitlements cutting is something that that's their brand so they know if they actually do it, they're, they're going to have to wear this shit. 100% going to have to wear it. Yeah. No. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, we're, we're seeing some some bit of the news that Biden might be might be moving on this. I don't know. It's just so outside of his nature to do something bold. I mean, they'll do something half-assed. No one will notice it. They won't even claim credit for it. And uh, and and they're just going to get crushed. <laughs> yeah, I was on TYT with our man, John, um, on the damage report. And he he whipped out a stat that said if they cut student, the um, if they erase student loans for 50 up to fifty thousand dollars, thirty five million people would be affected. That's 10 percent of the population. That's insane. That is an insane yeah. amount of people who would directly be affected positively by this and look th this is not the type of show where we pay lip service to the idea that like oh you took out the loan <laughs> you took the responsibility uh. and you should be like that's ridiculous like the idea that like you should be morally held responsible to pay an extortion fee like that doesn't make any sense right like this is your one your basically your only opportunity to guarantee yourself a seat in the middle class is to go to yeah. college and earn a um bachelor degree um, and these people hold it hostage by charging you this much and charging you. Yeah, as if you went to like a spa, as if you went to like a ticket alone to it's go to a spa. Ridiculous. It's you like, remember? no, like you're doing it so that you can live a middle class existence because, again, there are no other paths. If yeah. other paths existed, if working at Starbucks or Walmart or McDonald's or Amazon or any of that shit guaranteed you a passage to the middle class, a bunch of people would be like, fuck college. I'll read books on my own time and I do that. You tell me yeah. I could do this and one day I could own a home. One day I could still go on two, three week vacation with my kids, pay for babysitters, do all of that type of shit. Um, take my family to a nice dinner, maybe twice a month or something like that. People would not be giving a fuck about college and they would be doing this other shit instead of taking three and four other jobs when they don't have that luxury. So you lock people out of that if they don't go to college and then you tell them they got to pay these crazy, this crazy amount of money plus interest, which is like the most disgusting part of it. Why do like, why does well, why? You, also that you can't discharge it in bankruptcy? Of course not. You know, there, are, there are people on social security, like, over 65 years old who get social security check who get part of it garnished because they still loans. own student yeah that's again this is how, how is that a just system um just again like why should the government be making money off of i don't get it it's it's criminal it's extortionary like we don't even need to pay the lip service like well some people might say no that's because it's bullshit it's just resentment it's like i already paid my loans back yeah. i'm salty about it you should be have to live a salty existence we've seen this yeah. play itself over and over with plenty of other shit 
out there. But uh, yeah, I, I, you know, and if they did, I think if they did something like 10,000, um, something like 15 million people, which again, still not an amount of people to sneeze at. Um, yeah. Again, which makes me think like they're not going to do it because I, I truly think Nando and you are one of those people that awoken me to this idea was that like a lot of this stuff isn't just the Democrats are feckless and bumbling idiots. It's that, no, they're like deeply ideological. And I think oh, yeah. ideologically, they think that you should have to pay your student loans back. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the main reason why I think they won't do it. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a. It's like wiping away debt. Like, that's crazy. What are you talking about? Like, no way. Like, like, no, no. Yeah. yeah. If the banks, if the banks do it, you could just, you could, you could wipe their, that's fine. You know, like, but people, regular people, no. Yeah. Uh, guarantee the bond market tomorrow. <laughs> wipe away student loan debt. What the fuck? That's no stupid. Way. That's crazy. Um, yeah, that's ridiculous. Anyway, that's our show for today. Make sure if you can, you get, you become a Patreon of um, Count the Dings. Patreon.com backslash Count the Dings. That's a cup of Starbucks every single month. If you can afford a cup of Starbucks, become a Patreon to support the show. Make sure you're doing all the other Count the Dings offerings, Friday Mailbag, Cinephobe, uh, Pack Your Knives, etc., etc. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Later. Have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.